This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com and GoToMeeting.com and is dedicated to the memory of Greg Hawley. Remember when when you were, like, really little and you got that stupid shirt and you were like, oh, nobody's going to like me, but, but, then, but then they did? Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening, episode 93, brought to you the week of January 20th. Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. I'm your host, my name is James, and my co-host is here. And my name is Trevor. Hey, Trevor, how are you doing? I, and I'm here, and, and we're starting a show. You didn't even give me a countdown. All of a sudden, you just started talking. Well, that's how I roll. And if you can't, I'm not ready for this. If you can't, <laughs> if you can't eat the soup, stay out of the kitchen. Uh, we always start with an opening story. Uh, hey, James and Trevor, here's a story about my blind and somewhat strange grandma. I was visiting her a while back, and this particular day, I was making lunch for myself. She wasn't hungry for anything we had, so she was looking through her purse for a menu for a call-in restaurant. I don't know how she was going to find anything in her purse when she's blind. And don't ask me why she had a menu in her purse. But anyway, I heard her say, hey, look at me. And I looked up to see her with a dollar bill hanging out of her mouth. I <laughs> stood there with my half-buttered slice of bread, wondering what in the world she could possibly be doing with that. I'm an ATM, she exclaimed. Cue the crickets. Yep, she's interesting, but we still love her. White Mage Jack. So, yeah, it's classic. Hey, uh, look at me. Hey. Yeah. Hey, let's give it up for grandmas who are keeping it real. That's all I got to say. Yeah. My grandma never did or, anything cool like that. My grandma sat and smoked cigarettes. She was great, though. We called her Ginga. Ginga? Don't ask. But she was cool. She was part Native American. She smoked cigarettes. Did I mention that? Yeah. Did, did, did she have menus in her purse? No, she did not. She had cigarettes in her purse. Lots of them. She, in a cool little smoked, leather... She smoked cigarettes, didn't she? You, you mentioned that. <laughs> she had them in a leather uh, little... Like a coin purse for cigarettes. <laughs> that would yeah. that would make it a cigarette purse, wouldn't it? I don't know. I don't know what they call those. <laughs> eh. Had change in it. It had change <laughs> from a healthy grandma to a cancerous one. Uh, this uh, episode is brought to you, obviously, we said before, by... Uh, Go to meeting, and um, I, I may have said go to meeting.com. I did good. Um, Three hundred dollars. That's the average cost of dom- of a domestic round trip ticket. Forty nine dollars is go to meetings monthly rate. That's right. Hundreds of online meetings per month is less than one in person meeting. With GoToMeeting, hold as many meetings as you want for one flat rate. Free voice over IP and phone conferencing included. Business travel is a profitability killer. So do more and travel less with GoToMeeting, the world award-winning online service brought to you by Citrix. Try GoToMeeting free for 45 days. This is a special offer, and you must visit www.gotomeeting.com slash podcast. That's gotomeeting.com slash podcast for your free trial. So, yeah, thanks, GoToMeeting, for sponsoring Nobody's Listening. And uh, folks, be wise. Check it out, especially all you middle schoolers. Don't spend all that money traveling to visit people you don't know in other states. Yeah, for all those business meetings you go to when you're when you're talking about four or five dogs or goats or whatever they were from the other show. I wonder if that would work for school. Can you can can they have go to school dot com and then you wouldn't have to go to school. You could just go to there from your wow. Yeah, I think it's cheaper to go to school. Than pay forty nine dollars. Oh. I don't know any middle hmm. schoolers that have fifty bucks. Um, we're also sponsored by Creo, the eternal sponsor. Thank you, Creo. Keep it up, man. Keep it real. Uh, working at your mom and daddy's uh, 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 Sitco. I don't know what brand they own, but anyway. And- <laughs> yes, yes, selling beer to minors. <laughs> Keeping it real. Pay attention, Creo. Uh, also brought to you this week by Dean. And uh, Dean just says, still loving the show, wanted to sponsor. Uh, Also sponsored by Delbert. He says, listen to Jersey Pilgrim at jerseypilgrim.blogspot.com or subscribe to our podcast in iTunes. Uh, The podcast is made up of short pastoral reflections three times a week. Try it today. 
And uh, this show is also brought to you by Dofin. He says, I'm turning 1,981 weeks old on January 22nd and thought I'd share some love with you guys. So thanks to all our sponsors, Creo, Dean, Delbert, and Dofin. Thank you so much. And short of Creo, they were all D names. Pretty cool. Just realized that. I'm not sure why it's relevant, but it made me smile. (laughs) So we'll now call, uh, instead of calling him K-Oreo, we'll call him Dorio. Would that work? Only if he's from Dorio. Weekly. You shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. (laughs) Update. The gross national product of Dorio is all in Doritos, of course. Yeah. But we just moved back another page in iTunes. Thought this was a comedy <laughs> show. This ain't funny. This is crap. Uh, <laughs> weekly update time. Um, I uh, I sold. I, uh, some people know. I don't know if you know or not. So I'll just I'll just treat you like you don't know. But I bought. My wife bought me Rock Band for the Wii uh, back in August, and um, mm-hmm. I was a little tentative about opening it. But but because she teased me because I always take presents back, you know, because I like the money. Um, I went ahead and opened it up, and I played it. It was great. I was a little let down, though, because there's no online play for Rock Band on the Wii. Um, you can't mix and mingle and create bands online. Not that you can with Rock Band 2 when you have a friend like Trevor. But anyway, um, hey, hey. And we'll deal with that in just a minute, off off the oh, air. Will. Yeah, I've got axes to grind. I'm talking about guitars. Um, oh. So uh, I, uh, I had opened it and played it, but I was a little let down. Um, when I got a 360 recently, I, I wanted to upgrade. And in the meantime, Rock Band 2 comes out. Long story short, I bought Rock Band 2. And I'm loving it. It's great. But I wanted to get rid of the Wii you know, version. And um, so I, I, uh, I finally sold that. Got rid of that uh, just this week. And I immediately went out and said, you know, I'm going to spend this money. Because it's birthday money. It's guilt-free money. I'm going to go get a game. And I was thinking about wow. getting Fable 2. Or possibly Fallout 3. Or something like that, you know? Both good games. Yeah, yeah. And so I made the mistake, though, on Sunday afternoon of saying, hey, uh, family, I'm going out, and I'm going to take my daughter with me. And they're like, oh, well, can we all go? And so we did. And we went out to uh, Best Buy. My wife takes the Dunder uh, off. That's my son's nickname. Takes him off somewhere because babies don't care where they go. And me and Jenna went inside the geeks that we are to look at video games. Long story short. Long story short. I sound like Emma. Uh, I walked out of that stupid store with an extra controller for 50 bucks and Lego Batman. I, I was waiting. The suspense yeah. was killed. And you know why I did? Because it took my daughter with me. And uh, I could not, I could not, uh, I, I don't know, we had played the demo, she and I, uh, kind of individually. And I'd let her play and then I'd play and she'd play. And we bonded. And so we're walking through those aisles, and she's like, let's buy Lego Batman. Let's get it. And I couldn't find it anywhere. And so I was like, oh, I'm safe. I can't find it. But she, we found it. I found it, actually. I wish I could say she found it, found a copy of it. And she's like, oh, daddy, daddy. Oh. And so then I had to go buy the extra controller and everything. So I spent 100 bucks on stinking Lego Batman. And that is not the game I would have bought. But I got to say, we've played it twice since then, you know, playing everybody. And she loves being able to go back in and play it again, the second, you know, the each level. And in case you mm. don't know, you can switch characters and all this kind of stuff. And she, she's like, Hey, I'm Batman. Oh, I'm bad girl. Oh, I'm, I'm Clayface. And oh, she about pooped her pants today when both of us became Clayface at the same time. And she's like, Oh my gosh, we're a mommy and daddy monsters. And she goes up and gets her mom and brings her down and, and has to show her that we're driving cars <laughs> as Clayface. And so there you go. I see. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you bought a second controller, so I can come down and play. Can uh-huh. I play Lego Batman with you? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yay! Oh, that's oh, that's, that, that's pretty far away. I I can get there. Figure it out. Figure it out. There, there. I don't ask for much from you, Trevor, but annual visits are required as part of the podcast duties. All right, what you got, dude? Oh. Well, I could use. Well, I have one of those boring. Hey, it's just my life pod. Uh, Weekly update type things. Oh, oh okay. Just, Sorry about that. Yeah, that's all I had. I too. just bought. <laughs> I just bought a minivan. Yay! Yay! Which isn't really that exciting Fail. to anybody. Myself. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, and I'm not one of those people who's like, well, you know what? I I don't want to be one of those people who wants a minivan. No, I have two young children. I desperately wanted a minivan. <laughs> really? Yes. We actually just got back like. Do you drive an it? Hour ago. Is it mm-hmm. your car? 
Well, no, see, my, my wife gets the gets the nice, you know, shiny minivan, you ah. know, with the car seats in it, and I get the nineteen eighty nine Mercury Topaz that okay. barely makes it to work hey, and back. That's better than being a, a minivan man. That's all I know. Hmm. If I put flames on the side, would that work? Would that make it cooler? Um, I never thought it would be possible to actually make a minivan uncooler than it already is, but I think you just figured out how to make it possible. Oh dear. That's that's not good, is it's it? It's all right. We'll work together on this. The the longer you're on the show, the cooler your your cool points will go up. So oh yeah, I see. Okay, and that is that your way of saying that you're going to fire me soon? Um, only okay. only <laughs> if, on the show. <laughs> only if my demands aren't met. Oh man, what uh, one of our um, uh, goodness, never mind. I've got it in the wrong segment. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Did, 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 did the mind just kind of go off on you? There, well, James? I was going to read a, a weekly update from a person. And I realized it's an LBB, so we'll hit it in just a second. My bad. Oh, I was going to say, and, and I mean, you know, this it's only episode 93. I mean, you're just hitting your stride. I mean, I don't expect you to remember how the flow goes yet. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you're new to this. You know, it's... Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> coming from the I, I was just going to say that, um, and the other update is actually I had a, uh, a course for in uh, what's called an AED which is a... Um, You're a terrorist. Oh, no, that's no, an be, IED. I'm sorry. That would be an IED. My that's bad. I, can't, I, was, I should have done a background check first. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Go ahead. An AED, on the other hand, is a auto automatic... Uh, wow, I apparently should have been paying attention during the training, so I would remember what... <laughs> <laughs> Fail! <laughs> AED. Oh man. Yeah, it, you should have got a GED, dude. That was all I know. Ah. <laughs> uh, automatic <laughs> automatic external defibrillator is what it is. Yes. Okay. There we go. <laughs> what God what, knows I don't want my heart to stop in front of you, dude. <laughs> what the freak I'm is trained. this? I'll help you. <laughs> Instead of yelling clear, you're like beer. Yeah. <laughs> Give me another one. Uh, All right, go ahead. Anyway, these, these are little these are devices that you'll find in sports arenas and schools and workplaces and stuff. And basically, it, it's a little like a little shock device, like you see mm-hmm. in you know in the meta, in the movies with the paramedics and stuff. And except for it's made made for you know idiots to use, so we could Good shock thing. other people. <laughs> All right. So any uh, the the course, I mean, it, it, it was a three hour course. And realistically, you open the thing up, it has instructions, you press the on button, and the thing talks to you and, and tells you exactly what to do. And there's oh, wow. pictures telling you where to put the, the pads and everything. So I don't know why it was a three-hour course. And and I'm, I have no idea how it actually lasted three hours because this, this training lady that we that we went to uh, for the, at the St. John Ambulance, um, she – was the most hyper woman I've ever seen in my entire life. Like the, the entire course, I don't think she breathed. Like we, we walked in as soon as we came in, she was like, "Hi, my name's Nova, and 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 we're, and, uh, and and I may look young, that's because I am. Huh, I'm going to be a paramedic when I grow up, and I want to do this. And okay, now here's what's going on. Now there's going to be a lot of this course there, and there's all these things there, and there's going to be a lot of detail. But you know, we're going to get through it, and it's going to tell you. It's like, I was tired just listening to her. <laughs> it was it was it. Wow. <laughs> And it was like this for three whole hours. Like I, I, I don't want her. If my heart was to stop, like I didn't want her to touch me because it would be like, okay, clear shock. Okay, clear shock. Okay, clear shock. Okay, he's dead. I guess. Okay, la, 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 la. And off she. That reminds me of a story off. one time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go get sodas. <laughs> oh, yeah, it gosh. was it, it was a tiring, tiring course. I, I did you just fall over? <laughs> no, apparently something heavy fell from upstairs. Go ahead. Oh, but uh, yeah, or I was either it was either that or we were going to have to use this. We were either going to have to use this on uh, on her because she was just going to explode in front of us. Now she's she, a, uh, she's apparently taken a few too many already. That's the thing. <laughs> Maybe she goes in the back before the course to get herself pumped up and yeah. gets a couple of jolts. She gets gets some paddles out, lubes them up. Yep, <laughs> it's her secret shame. So. Uh, did you know that uh, 1,981 weeks old is 38.09 years, apparently? 
38. I'm sorry. That just well, as soon as you said that from Dauphin, it just bugged me, and I had to check. Oh. I had to do the math. So it's just after his birthday. Wow. Well, either that or he miscalculated because thirty nine point or zero nine seems to be a very weird uh, birthday to uh, to celebrate. Well, that's a very odd coincidence. I'll tell you. One of the many tools of the devil. Oh no! It just so happens that people that look up interesting particular facts happen to be my LBB of the week. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I was gonna talk about this kid that emailed me um, and and like went off for like three or four paragraphs about how I'm such a, a bad word because I don't know about emo kids. And, but, and, and, he, and he went on and on and talking about how uh, the, the way they dress is such in a specific way so that they're not mainstreaming and, and becoming part of the mainstream bad word people. And, uh, and, and he didn't realize how, first, how juvenile he sounded. And secondly, um, I always find that hilarious because back in my day it was the alternative kids and then they became the goth kids and now I guess the, it's scene kids and emo kids and all that. Is you all... Um, all of you guys, no disrespect to anybody that's not a jerkwad, but to the jerkwad that email me and those like him, um, that, that make an issue of it. Uh, you, you guys all are so dang individual in a group of people that dress just like you. So how are you as a subgroup any different than any of the other people that do the exact same thing and look down their noses at other subgroups and think they're better than them? Uh, that's that's always been my issue. And, and you're so dang depressed and gothic or whatever, but you're standing in front of a preppy Barnes & Noble you know, with your clove cigarettes and, and just trying to look moody and, and talking about how evil mall cops are. I, you know, I'm sorry. You're a suburban white kid. I don't really feel sorry for you at all. And your <laughs> clothes you are nicer me? than mine. So Can't you tell? I'm an individual, just like all these other guys yeah. beside me. They're all individuals, too, even though we look the same. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I'm I'm standing here being different. You know, if you're standing, if you really wanted to not fit in, wear striped pants all the time and a beanie hat with a propeller on it and don't have any friends. That is the epitome of something that just totally and go around and just say gay to everything. You know, everything. Just say that word. I know that doesn't fit in any place, no matter if you're at church, if even if you're around gay guys. It just doesn't work at all for anybody. You can completely alienate everyone. Hey, how was your day? Gay. <laughs> and just to amp it up, you could say flaming in front of it. And just be like, hey, um, I hope you enjoy your meal. Flaming gay. That's all you have to say. So... Do that, people. That's that. I'm, I think I'm going to make that scripture. That's going to be part of the gospel of Kennison. If you're truly unique, you have to wear striped pants, a beanie cap, and you have to say flaming gay after every person that talks to you. Wow. Yeah. You've but I'm not going to talk about that guy. <laughs> I say you've just created a whole new subculture. Yeah. And I think you've taken this this podcast to a whole new level. <laughs> a whole new sub level. <laughs> so the 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 podcast for happy emo kids not the evil ones just the happy ones so he's not the lbb of the week though i was going to talk about him but i'm not going to do that so the lbb of the week uh mine anyway is uh the guy that works down at the uh GameStop down the street i uh i went in to buy a couple old games because you can you know either buy one brand new one or a couple of very old ones for like 12 bucks and since i'm yep. late to the game i got i got uh crackdown um, for like twelve dollars, and it seems pretty cool so far. I haven't done much, but it looks like a pretty cool game. But I went up and I'm like, okay. And, and the guy was turned around, not looking, and I could tell he's in a bad mood when I walked in because he was beating on the laptop computer or the computer keyboard with his finger, just this, that kind of sound, you know. And so uh, I, he won't turn around. So I said, well, I think I'm finally done. And he turns around slowly and goes. <sighs> And I almost just walked out. But I'm like, what am I going to prove to this guy? I will actually get on his nerves more if I actually need him to serve me. So I stay. That is true. So, LBB. You know, I was going to say, you know, I mean, uh, on a subtopic to that, you know, for a children's pastor, you play some very interesting games. Somehow I didn't imagine 
a, a, a man of the cloth, as it were, playing Halo and Crackdown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of people have their minds made up about us people, and it's just not the case. Yeah. Some, I, well, there are, there are those people, but that's another show. That's another show. I think most of the people that listen to Nobody's Listening that are people that are church folks, they're, they're the good guys. And there are the bad guys out there. But, you know what, honestly, that's not restricted to just church people. There's business people. There's moms and dads. There's even, I bet there's even Red Cross workers that are jerkwads. So, uh, you know, I bet there's even some Satanists that you really wouldn't want to hang around. Yeah, to heck yeah. with you, Satanists. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> Trevor's gone from no pants to wearing striped pants. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think I should broaden it a little bit. You can also, you don't have to wear a beanie cap with a propeller. You could also wear one of those uh, snap front caps. I've always liked those. So since I'm snap. making up my own subculture, the, the kind that they wore like in, it, it, I don't know, like paper boys wore back in the day. I have absolutely no idea. They may not have talking. those in Canada, but they have, if some people know, I don't know what you call them, but um, they were in Greece too. Uh, but the, the the bill in the front of the cap snaps down onto the bill of the cap. I don't know if somebody knows what those are. Let me know. But um, they're they're like yeah, newspaper see, boy caps, like swing kids. You could wear those mm, in my see. Subculture. We don't have see. We have ones where the where the where the sides fold down over your ears <laughs> to protect us from the cold. See, you and they the snap up. You and the Ruskies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, let's see. Did you have an LBB, Trevor? Before we move on, sorry. Well, I mean, I didn't mean to I'm, step all over you with my emo ills. But we're not going to talk about the emo no, guy, though. No, no, no. Mm -mm. Do we have a name for our subculture of beanie hat wearing, no, striped pant people, stalkers? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Yeah, we'll have to come up with a name for them. Um, well, I had uh, the um, a, a, an LBB which attaches to my uh, my AED training. Which stands for automatic external defibrillator. A ADD is what you said. <laughs> is the is the uh, the city uh, that uh, designed the roads that are near St. John's Ambulance, where I actually had to go take the course because mm -hmm. it's on a it's on a busy road, which uh, with a lot of traffic, and, and this is right in front of this place where everybody comes to learn first aid, how to save people, and. There is not one sidewalk on any of these roads. Hmm. And it was, on the day that I went there, it was like there was big snow banks and stuff. So I had to trudge through these snow banks that were up to my knees in order to avoid walking in traffic to get to my course so I could learn how to save people. And that just ticked me off to no end. So the city that I live in, you are the LBB wow. to me. Wow, yeah, aren't you running for office, dude? You don't need to be making statements like this. Uh, well, okay. This is going to come okay. back and haunt you. It's Would not, you like okay. to waffle a little bit? No, no, I will not waffle. I will clarify. Okay. It is not the city I live in. It is the city I work in. See, uh, I, I live in a city that's a, a small town that's just north of the city. So okay. I, I, when I said the city I live in, suburbs. I'm at the city I work in. Yeah. See, uh, yeah, they, okay. They, say, they suck. The city I'm going to be the alderman for... They rule. Yeah, you're going to win. And all the people in it rule. And all the people listening, vote for me. Yeah. Woo! All right, peeps. You it's, heard him. Canada rules. Uh, here, here's, uh, here's one from Chris. Hey, James and Trevor, my LBB of the week has got to be a group of old ladies that jog around my neighborhood. They jog around, not in single file, to hide their numbers like stormtroopers. That's not stormtroopers. That is uh, stand people. Um, yeah. Nor do they jog on the sidewalk, but in a row like they're practicing in a marching band for some post-menopausal parade right in the <laughs> middle of the street. I had the displeasure to run into them while I was driving home for work. I don't think you really meant run into them. Uh, they were jogging in the middle lane, and instead of doing what most rational people would do and move to the side to let the car pass, I get a wave from the gray-haired lady on the left to drive around them. I had to think for a second. Did she really tell the guy in the large car that they could just as easy, that could easily run them all down <clears throat> uh, to drive around them? The middle schooler in me wanted to drive ever so close behind them, blasting the horn until they moved, uh, or maybe uh, drive in front of them and do a burnout so they get a face full of toxic burning rubber. The adult in me won, and I just drove around them, giving them dirty looks as I drove past. 
Thanks, Chris, aka Doctor Quest, on Twitter. Hmm. Yeah, I I, I just remember the time I put uh, vinegar in that old lady's drink, and I thought I had killed her. So you know, if if one of those ladies had dropped dead right there from your toxic fumes, you would have regretted it. So you did the right or thing. The, or the horn blasting. I mean, they 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 can't be they have that sort of shock come at no, them. No, they're already you know taking up a lot, a big amount of space. The thing he didn't tell us is there's actually only two of them and they take up that much of the road. So, yeah. Oh. There you go. Now, now of course, if, if they were to drop dead from the horn or the toxic fumes, I could save them with my automatic external defibrillator. <laughs> yeah, if you could figure out what in the heck it did. It's time for this. News. Yeah. It took one hour per acronym, I think is what it was. A, E, D. That's the third hour. All right. Uh, and it was that second hour that you missed, I think is what it was. Uh, we we, so. we uh, do have a couple of news bits. Um, middle school drama stories. We're looking for a few more. We did have a great response in the last two weeks. And um, thank you for sending those in. But uh, send some more. You can call them in. To our phone number, which is, uh, let's see, blah, blah, blah. What is it? 816-298-0823. Or you can email them in to nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. Uh, also, follow us on Twitter for random goodness. This week, I uh, I blasted out a, a little Twitter to uh, 300-something people that follow me. And I said, hey, the next 10 people that send me an address on the website get a free sticker. And so I sent out a ton of stickers this week. And also took care of my backlog from like the last six months. So if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, mine is uh, twitter.com slash NLcast. Ratface over there is NLcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Twitter.com slash Ratface with two Ts. And uh, every now and then we might send something out. Of course, anything Tre- Trevor wants to send you um, is coming out of his his pockets. So uh, don't, be, don't be raffling off my iPod or something like that, Trevor. Don't go mad with uh, power. That'd be a terrible yeah. thing. Speaking of which, that uh, I, I did see that um, that Twitter post about the bumper stickers, and you know what? I realized I don't have one of those. Ah, <laughs> you know what I should probably do? I should probably send you a ton of them, and then you can mail them out to Canada. I don't know if it's any yeah, cheaper for I'll, you. I'll, but... I'll, I'll just mail them to Canadians, just yeah. random Canadians. <laughs> you can pass them out as you're trying to garner votes. Uh, I'd mentioned at the top of the show that uh, right at the beginning that – Today's episode was uh, dedicated to the memory of Greg Hawley, and I add this to the news section because I want to explain briefly why we didn't have a show last week. Um, uh, I was um, I was involved in a in a pretty drastic and hardcore type of situation uh, last week, where I was one of the first people um, that drove up on a, a highway accident, and it was very very bad, and. Um, I won't go into any details. This is a comedy show, and we're going to keep the mood light. But um, I happened to be there to hold the hand of a man who was dying on the side of the road. And it was, you know, just one, a life-changing type of thing. And um, you can read about my uh, story on the po- on the website, nlcast.com. Search for Greg Hawley. It's, uh, it was written last week, I think on a Monday, so if you need the exact date. But... Um, it turned out next day I, you know, read the papers and some people were sending me notes and it turned out I knew the guy. Um, I did not recognize him on the side of the road, but it turned out I knew him. He is a local, um, uh, basically a, a hero to me and, and to so many people. He, he operates or operated the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, Steamboat Arabia Museum here in Kansas City. And let me just plug that real quick. If you ever get a chance to visit the Steamboat Arabia Museum, you need to do that. It's here in Kansas City. It's one of a kind. It's the largest collection of pre-Civil War merchandise in the world. Uh, they dug it up out of the middle of a cornfield uh, back in, starting in, I think, 1990, 1991, something like that. Um, and you can f- find out more about it at, at www.1856.com. Uh, 1856, just type in the, the numbers, and uh, you can see all about it there online. But um, it was an honor to have been there with him that night, and and yes, it was traumatic, and yeah, it was it was messed up, and 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 it was you know just horribly uh, sad and everything, the family and all. But um, it was just I believe meant to be, 
and I got yeah. as an opportunity of uh, uh, I got to meet the family. Uh, they found uh, my article and found out that I was there with him, and uh, I was able to provide some comfort and stuff. Long story short, they invited me to the funeral. Um, the pastor uh, over the funeral asked, could he read or tell you know my story to give people comfort that he wasn't there alone and blah blah blah, and and it 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 was it was a lot to go through and I was kind of emotionally drained. That's why we didn't do a sh- show last week, but um, I at the funeral of all places, I got some of the best stories that I've ever heard. Turns out Greg in life was a was a practical joker. And so today, when we do our featured story, I'm going to tell you at least, let me see what I've got here. I've got four short stories uh, that I heard at this funeral of all places, and they're going to make you, they're going to kill you. So no pun intended. But uh, so, yeah, Greg, wherever you are, dude, I believe you're upstairs. Uh, this is for you, man. This is for your family and your awesome memory. Check out check out that, uh, that website, and uh, we'll get back to it in just a second. But right now... We're going to move into this, and I can't wait for it. Who, me? <laughs> Who, me? Middle school drama time. Hi, Trevor and guest host. This is Ginger Ninja from the forums. I have a shortish story for you. I think, uh, first off, math class is really boring. And our math teacher is supposed to be an electric teacher, an electronics teacher. My bad. So we were looking for something to do. And I found some of my friends uh, had had some lead out of his refillable pencil. I asked the teacher what would happen if I ate it. He said, nothing. Uh, Go for it. So I ate the lead in the pencil. The next class, he asked where, uh, he asked my friends where I was. And they said, he's in the hospital for lead poisoning. I walked in coughing the very next day, saying they cleared me from the hospital, but I can only eat ice cream due to my throat being burnt. (laughs) <laughs> the next day, he brings me a tub of ice cream because he felt bad for me. So we fessed up after we ate the ice cream. And we got after-school detentions for two weeks. <laughs> That's all. Hope you do not despise it. Bye, Ginger Ninja. All right. So how much of that story do you think is true, Trevor? Well, let's see. First, uh, if we were to analyze it, let's see. First, hi, Trevor and guest host. I like it. <laughs> You skipped over that. I think that was key to the story. Uh, that's right. The, the that's why are, you have to stay no to drugs, middle schoolers, right there. <laughs> the people are finally stepping up and realizing where the talent in this in this two-man team is. So I'm the guest host of two years I've been doing a show. I do all the pre- uh, production. I'm the guest host. Thank you. Hey. All right. I'm James, people. Hi. That Trevor is the other guy. He's the Canadian. The guest host. The new dude. Uh, anyway. Uh Yes, and 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 I'm th- this 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 teacher. Now, if he is there, and and teaching the impressionable minds of of your nation, mm-hmm. or technically, I believe uh, I believe Ginger Ninja is actually in Australia, yeah. so of that nation. Yeah. Then, what is he doing teaching these people if he falls for lead poisoning from a lead pencil? Well, the problem is that they're not made of lead anymore. They're made of carbonite, I think, which is what Han Solo was frozen in, and uh, it's not going to burn you. And but it'll the lastly, I, I he's supposed to be an electronics teacher, so what's he doing teaching math? I I'm going to take up the middle school banner on this one. You're an electronics teacher, who who says you know how to teach math? And he is not a uh, obviously a a what is it a uh, he's not a smart guy. Neither am I. I can't think of the right word. AED? Uh, yeah. <laughs> An IED. Uh, you, you, ate, you let a kid eat lead. You had, uh, or a lead from a pencil. Um, you know, Ginger Ninja, I'm sorry. You don't get to get any sympathy from me at all for whatever happened to you. You ate lead out of a pencil. That's um, that's not good. There's nothing funny here. Move along. Wow, dude, you just turned into like a robot on my end. Now, probably not on you nope. since you're recording. Yeah. It's probably. <laughs> Thanks for mentioning it, though. That's awesome. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do feature story. Peace. Hey, everyone. I'm Chris. And I'm Cliff. And, and we're, we're Christians. Christians. And we've been made into a stereotype of people who just don't enjoy science fiction. Well, they're just silly. That's right, Clifford. Us here at The Jesus Geeks, we do mix theology, our love for Jesus, 
and also our love for everything geeky into a fun podcast. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yes, it is, Clifford. And this amazing podcast can be found at www.thejesusgeeks.com. So remember, everyone, for the latest on entertainment, culture, and the geek lifestyle from a Christian point of view, tune into The Jesus Geeks. We're the Christian missionaries to the geek culture. Or we could be the geek missionaries to the Christian culture. Ooh. So remember, everyone, if you're a geek-loving Christian out there, check out The Jesus Geeks podcast at www.thejesusgeeks.com. Featured Story. All right. I've been looking forward to sharing these with you guys since I heard them. There's a lot of laughter in this funeral, which was really cool. Um, the, uh, like I said, Greg Hawley apparently was a was a jokester. And one fellow got up and talked about uh, how every, um, was it, April 1st, you know, that we know as uh, April Fool's Day. I don't know. Does, do Canadians celebrate April Fool's Day? Yes, yes, we do. Okay, good. We we share this then. Uh, he Aww. would he would go out front of I think they said his own museum, and he would take a bunch of quarters or and nickels and stuff, and he would super glue them <laughs> out in front coming into the museum, and then as he was working, he would apparently call the people at the front desk and ask them, "Hey, how many people?" Because he was too busy to come out, but he's like, "How many people have been pick, been over to pick up the, the coins off the ground?" And uh, and I thought that was hilarious. Uh, but but even better than that, the guy that was telling the story says that not only was Greg a jokester, but he was also kind of a tightwad, and that at the end of the night he would go out there and he'd scrape up all them quarters and take them back home with him. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, he didn't want he he liked playing jokes, but he didn't want it to cost him anything. So I thought that was classic stuff. Well, yeah, but but you also got to consider. I mean, he on the other end of that, he he's probably concerned for the people. So he wants to fool him for a day. But if he just left him super glued there, yeah. like days and days, and people would be having bad backs. And see, well, and in the place concerned. this is located, he'd have a whole bunch of homeless people just frustrated beyond belief out there too. And that's just cruel. You don't want to do that to the homeless. So and yeah, but yeah, see, but but maybe see see may, maybe he was. Uh, wow, my brain. F- it, you mentioned the the the, the, the homeless it's people. Okay. <laughs> Let it go, my man. My brain just <laughs> fell out my head. I fell it. I heard it, dude. <laughs> it didn't make much noise either. That's the sad part. Oh wait, I I, fi- I found it. I found it. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking. See. You leave them out there. The homeless people come in. They try to pick them up. They can't. They're all frustrated, and they're all like, dang, I'm just going to get a job, man. This just ain't worth it, Gene. Oh, that was good. That was good, Charlie. That was worth the wait. <laughs> Thanks, bud. We, we appreciate it. Oh, gosh. Um, okay, so the next guy gets up, and um, and he's going to tell his story, and he says uh, – he says one day he was, you know, he'd gotten cranked and, and messed with a lot by this dude, Greg. So he, he was thought he'd pretty much gotten all he was ever going to get. Uh, but he gets a phone call one day <clears throat> and he says, um, and there's this lady on the other end and she says, uh, hi, this is so-and-so. I'm from the city transportation office. I am calling to let you know that there was a accident uh, on the freeway near your house. And it was a, it was a truckload of turkeys. Um, that has been turned over, and these these wild turkeys are loose uh, in your neighborhood, and so you should just be aware. Don't approach them. Uh, blah blah blah. Just just call us back, and we'll come up and pick it up if you see it. Just letting you know. And the, and the guy, you know, was like, okay, whatever. You know, uh, figured it was a joke. So he hangs up the phone, and not 15 seconds later, he he goes back to bed. Apparently, it was very early in the morning, and he hears this. Gobble, gobble, gobble outside his window in the backyard. So he's like, oh, his heart's in his throat. He goes around back. Sure enough, there's this big Tom Gobbler turkey just staring at him <laughs> out in his backyard. And um, and then over against the wall, apparently, there was a whole bunch of uh, corn and things like that and a note. I didn't get what the note said, but it was enough to let him know that this guy, Greg, had uh, had thrown this turkey in his backyard, <laughs> let it loose, and concocted this entire story, this elaborate plot. Again, 
that wasn't quite the end of the story because he goes on to say that after a few days, uh, Greg called back and says, I need to come and pick up the turkey. <laughs> and he's like, no, you gave it to me, Joker. I'm keeping it. He's like, no, if I take it back, there's a man that will give me back my $25. So... <laughs> So that sounds like me. That sounds like something I'd do. I I want my money back. I kept the receipt, dadgummit. I picked this turkey up so at it, Circuit City. I got 30 days. It was funny, but, I mean, come on. You know, it was a joke. I mean, yeah. or he could take the turkey and glue it outside of his museum. to the. <laughs> See, I, I'd give way. him back his turkey, but I'd have it all trussed up and fixed up and cooked. So <laughs> here you go. Can sucker. I have my money back? Yeah. I just turn your $25 turkey into a $30 turkey. Um, all right. So the last one, the last story, I heard, actually, it's the next last story I heard. Another fellow gets up, and he he had apparently known Greg um, as his, uh, yeah, his youth minister. Okay. So this is an older fella. And uh, he said they'd gone on a camping trip, and and, um, and it happened to be Greg and his, and his to-be, soon-to-be, I guess, later in life, wife they had met in high school. And uh, I guess this was a co-ed camping trip, and, there, and you know, uh, Greg gets his tent up, and the minister who's there with them goes over to the youth pastor and says, hey, um, Greg and his girlfriend are in that tent. And you can hear little noises, and you can see the tent moving around a little bit. What are you going to do about that? And, and the youth pastor was brand new. He was scared. He, 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 oh, he didn't want to cause a scene. You know, this was his first trip out. And uh, and he trusted Greg, you know. He he believed in him, his his uh, his integrity. But the pastor kept bugging him, coming by, dude. You know, you need to you need to handle this. This is your job. Greg and his girlfriend are in that tent. What are you gonna say? What if somebody sees this? What if somebody gets? If the word gets out, it's gonna be like a little scandal, and the parents are gonna be furious. You need to go over there and check it. So finally, he gets up the nerve. He goes over there and he knocks on the tent flap, if you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, knocking on a tent and out comes greg holding hands with one of his one one of his buddies some other guy (laughs) that had been in there (laughs) making noises and ruffling the the tent both of them grinning from ear to ear out from behind a truck walks his girlfriend with a grin on her face and if you'd met this lady now she you know you just wouldn't imagine it'd be like jennifer playing a joke on somebody but uh so the whole the, everybody was in on it. Greg had gotten this guy, his girlfriend, and the pastor to play this elaborate joke on the new youth guy. So I thought that was hilarious, even even in his teenage years. See, this should be something for our middle school audience to really pick up on. That you need to be oh. using your evil powers for good. You know. Now I'm wondering were were they wearing beanie caps and striped pants when they uh, came out? Cause I doubt it. No? I doubt it. That kind of coolness had not made it yet. <laughs> Hadn't world. created the subculture yet, nope. so it, okay. No, okay. Last last story here in our featured story segment. Uh, uh, still, a fourth guy gets up and he says, "You know, Greg was a jokester. He played a lot of jokes on all of us, but there was one time we got him." And I was like, "Okay, I can't wait to hear this one." Yeah, he says they, this was this was not even that long ago. Apparently, uh, Greg had recently built his dream home on this certain street in this town and um and his family had moved in and all this and they they were going to go on an annual motorcycle trip apparently his family's all motorcycle guys and girls and so they were out there biking and and stuff but before they left one of his friends took a for rent sign out of his garage and stuck it in greg's front yard <laughs> with a phone number or not because apparently you know anyway so they leave and, and, and they're traveling and everything's going great and greg starts getting these phone calls from people <laughs> i, I want to know about the property on such a such a street in our in this town and he's like uh what i'm sorry he says you got houses for rent yeah i i, I rent out houses but i don't have any on that street he's like no I, it's a big house on such and such it looks brand new i want to know how much you want for it <laughs> and so <laughs> greg had to fin- finagle and get some people to go over and take that stinking sign out of his own front yard. So I thought that's hilarious. The idea of, of setting up your friend and putting their house up for rent while they're gone on this trip and can't possibly get back and stop the phone calls. It's great. And he deserved awesome. it. He deserved every <laughs> bit of it. So uh, we'll wrap up this segment in a, in a kind of a somber way and just say, 
you know, I, I pray that God will bless uh, Greg's family and, and everybody. Uh, there were thousands, literally thousands of people that came out for the memorial service and the uh, and the the uh, visitation the day before. Um, and and I'm just glad to have been a part of it. It was an honor. Again, life changing, traumatic, uh, nightmare food, all that kind of stuff. But but definitely worthwhile. And uh, and I was just glad to be exposed to that family. I, we got to go visit. Like I said, was invited by the family to come out and answer questions and stuff. And when it was just such an amazing family, it just spoke of how awesome Greg was. And my, my wife and I both, as we went home, said we just saw. I think we just saw what we want our family to be like when we're the grandparents and we've got all our grown kids around and their kids and stuff. It was it was classic. I definitely want their house. So, <laughs> so I'll see what I can do about that. Uh, it's time for this. ENV mail. Thank you for calling. Okay, ENV mail. We got a bunch of it, and we don't have much time, so let me just start going through it. Rashida wrote. Oh, actually, she likes to be called Sheeta, and she'll email me and thank me for that later. Hi, guys. Just started listening to your podcast. Wanted to share this story with you. My mom adopted this baby boy who's three months old. And one day I was playing with him and I stuck my tongue out at him and all of a sudden his middle finger pops up and he laughs. <laughs> After that day, I've been calling him the devil baby because he's still sticking it up occasionally. Thanks for reading. Love you guys. Sheeta. So. Uh, but did he block it? It's not as offensive That's right. It. If you block it, baby, you got to gotta do that. Hey, James <laughs> and Trevor. Uh, one day I walked into a Chinese restaurant to get some, you guessed it, Chinese food. As I was waiting for my food, one of the cooks looked at me. He was holding a large knife, and he looked very angry. He said something in Chinese and ran his finger across his chest and pointed at me. I looked down at my (laughs) shirt and realized I was wearing a shirt that had three Chinese characters on it. I thought to myself, oh, no, what does my shirt say? (laughs) And then I went to the cashier and asked, and she says, it just said some names of some people. I was relieved that it wasn't something offensive, but I didn't understand why the cook looked so angry. After a few minutes, I got my food. As I turned around to leave, I noticed that the sun was blaring into my face and also in the cook's face. So the cook wasn't angry. He was just squinting because of the sun. I was kind of scared for a moment there. Let's just say that it almost made me uh, a poo-poo platter. Uh huh. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, joke jump. Uh, keep up the good work with the podcast, Dan, aka Dr. Louie from the forums. It's good now, stuff. Now, now, a question to that is now, why would you be wearing a shirt that has characters in a language that you don't speak and not know what it says? People like, do that, that. That's just that's just dangerous. Haven't you ever seen these these cars, these street racer cars that have the characters on the side wrapped around them and all that? You know they have to say random stuff. Because um, if you ever go to the website English.com, they have a bunch of Asian-style shirts and stuff that have English characters on them, and they say random things. It's just, it's just <laughs> really? what happens. Yeah. Dude, you should check it out. That. It's a great website. Huh. It's probably horrible, but it's it's really good. And I know well, we've that— We've already offended everybody anyway, so it doesn't really well, matter and, and, it, and it's all balanced out because they have websites that have the same thing, where, where Americans are wearing these— uh, you know, Chinese and Japanese characters and Korean characters on their shirts and they say random or offensive things. So, yeah. Check it out. Dear NLCast, this Christmas season, my family and I visited a drive through nativity. Wow. <laughs> I'm I sorry. I just got this horrible picture in my head. <laughs> I didn't see the drive-in part. It's like, can I help you? Yeah, we would like a baby Jesus, please. <laughs> you want fries with that? <laughs> See, you now I'm picturing visit a drive through nativity. I'm thinking just. Oh, just plow <laughs> through them all. Manger. Wise men, frankincense, and myrrh flying everywhere. Uh, two different versions of the same thing. That's good stuff. Uh, anyway, we pulled into the church that was holding the event. At the third or fourth scene, Jesus laying in the manger, there happened to be a donkey in the barn behind Jesus, and it was trying to eat Jesus' baby plastic head. Me. Uh, myself, my family, we commenced laughing as hard as possible right there in front of the actors. I don't think Mary and Joseph ever got what we were laughing at until they looked at their plastic baby Jesus's head. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. He says, say hello to Audra. Uh, she's the four or five goat girl. She's my sister. So hi, Audra from, from Ryan. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just like that that little baby Jesus with his little baby fist and half his skull missing. It's just awesome. It's, it, it, just, it just speaks to the spirit of the season. He just has a half a head there. 
Oh man, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. Now, 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 you're you're more you're more versed on the Bible. At what point in time did the donkey eat baby Jesus? Yeah, face? I don't know. I was trying to think of that. You know, it's just they they need to make up some new Christmas carols about the, s- the satanic donkey. I guess you know Satan possessed the snake back in Adam and Eve's day, and now we have this untold story of a devil possessed donkey that tried to eat Jesus uh, before he ever got to do anything good. So yeah, that's probably why the drummer boy was there. He was chasing off donkeys. So uh, let's read one more. This is from Greg Epson. It's a goodie. Uh, hey, James and Trevor. Before my story, I just wanted to say you guys always put on a great and entertaining show. Keep up the good work. Uh, one day, I was just a young 16 or 17 years old. I was working in a library shelving books. Yes, I am that kind of nerd. The head librarian came to tell me my mother was on the phone. Seems she was at the cleaners and had locked her keys in the car. So the librarian, being the nice lady that she was, let me go early for the day, and I went to rescue my mom. As I pulled in the strip mall, there were cleaners. See, the word strip mall has always bugged me, Trevor. Really? Yeah, because I cannot help thinking that it's a mall, a long mall full of strip clubs. <sighs> so, yeah. And I'm not even trying so to be the- funny. When I first heard that, I was afraid to go because they were like, let's go down to the laundromat at the strip strip mall. And I'm like, no way. Uh-uh. I can't go there. I've seen some of those people that go to laundromats. I do not want to see them naked. Sorry. All right. So so the, so the word strip mall bothers you, yet yeah. we, at the beginning of the show, you were telling people to wear beanie hats, wear striped pants, and say, gay. I, I That was okay. Uh, yeah. Duh. As okay. I pulled in the strip mall there, 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 where the cleaners was located, I scanned the parking lot from my mother's minivan. I quickly spotted one that just looked just like hers, but it couldn't be it. You see, that particular Mazda MVP had its passenger side window rolled down, all the way down. So there was no way that that could be my mom's car, right? Well, I looked around the parking lot, and sure enough, there weren't any of other other ones. Uh, just that one, and yeah, it was hers, with the window down, the keys in the ignition. I calmly go into cleaners with the biggest I-know-something-you-don't-know style smile on my face. My mom is happy to see me. She grabs her clean clothes, heads for the car. As she is nearing my passenger door, she looks over and sees me heading for the minivan. I already tried. The door's locked, she said. I just kept smiling as I went around to the passenger window. Did you try the passenger side? The look on her face as my arm reached right through the glass and opened the door was priceless. If you'd been, if there'd been a nobody's listening podcast in 1991, then I would have known that this was the perfect moment for a loud broke ya. The smile didn't leave my face for the rest of the day. My stepdad and I still tease her about it, Greg Epps. So thanks, Greg. It's awesome. If there had been a nobody's listening podcast in 1991, we would be a very old podcast. We'd be like predating internet. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be like we'd, we'd be one of those morning shows. <laughs> we'd be very famous by now, very mm. old, I, and, and, and it, yeah, rich. Yeah. I would hope so. Uh, that's all we got time for today. Um, we do have some voicemails. I want to play one of them. Um, this is from Emma, of all people. Here we go. Hey, James and Trevor, <clears throat> it's the Giantess. Yes, I remember that show. I was laughing my head off. <laughs> anyway, I was calling in with an embarrassing story about something that happened on January the 2nd. And I'm sorry I did not call us in in time for the most recent podcast. It's okay. Episode 92. But anyway, here goes. So I went to the Civil War Ball. It's only for homeschoolers. Ha <laughs> ha. No. Civil War Ball. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Um, Do you guys celebrate the Civil War in Canada? Probably not. Well, we see. You see, we didn't ha- have have one. So, <laughs> so. Well, anyway, Civil War Ball. The, 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 South, the South won, didn't they? Isn't that the way that it went down? Depends on who you ask. Ah, on, I was always rooting for the North, even when I was a Southern boy. I don't know why. <laughs> I think I liked blue better. But uh, but yeah, Emma Emma is a homeschool girl, and she went to a. Uh, Civil War ball. Okay, I just want to be clear on that. You, you want to be? Anyway, <laughs> um, it's only for it's, uh, Civil War ball. You know, you like dress up in your big hoops and everything. You dress up in big hoops. Hoops, dresses. I thought I heard beach hoops, and it which which <laughs> hula hoops, weird. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking hula hoops. Beach balls attached to them. No, she is she is wearing a giant. 
uh, Scarlett O'Hara style hoop skirt. Here we go. Okay. And um, you go, it's swing dancing and everything. And so. And they swing dance, apparently. And, and everything, yes. Yeah, and everything else. They do everything, all in hoop skirts. It's like a ropes course for homeschoolers. My hoop was a little bit long. Her dress was a little bit long. She has a hoop skirt, and it's a little bit long, and she's a tall lady. I was going to say, isn't, isn't she the giant? <laughs> yeah, that's what she says. Okay. was, how do I say this? I was running in order to get to my partner who was waiting in one of the lines for Virginia Reel. The Virginia Reel. It's apparently a dance that you do in a hoop skirt. With a beach ball. Right. Okay, gotcha. Um, I don't know if you know what that is, but I'm not going to go into it today. So I'm running, and it's like one of those cartoons where you, like, see the person go, like, flying very slowly. And then it just keeps on replaying it. Anyway, um, well, that's what it happened to me. I tripped on my skirt, and I fell. And now, because I was wearing a hoop skirt, guess what happened? The hoop skirt went flying up. It went, like, up to my back. <laughs> so everybody would have seen what was um, nothing underneath my skirt. But, however, praise the Lord, hallelujah, I was wearing leggings. Anyway, that's my embarrassing story. Thanks. Okay, she said that it slowed down in slow motion. Um, have you ever seen, like, Godzilla fall down? Uh, what? Have you ever seen it in a movie whenever Godzilla falls down? Does he fall down fast or does it take him a while to fall down? It takes him a while to trip and fall down. Why? Because he is giant. And uh, in the spirit of David, I would just say this, that, that Emma probably really did take quite a while to fall. You know, that maybe her legs had fallen well before her waist hit. And then her waist spent quite a while down there before her shoulders hit. And then finally her head hit. And only after that did the hoop come and fly up and, and I just I would have paid money to see this though I'll tell you and not the falling so, I, I don't know that I would have even been able to survive long enough to see the falling there there are people that do Civil War balls I thought reenactments were geeky enough in a bad mm. geeky type of way speaking of which guys in my subculture if you really want to be unique you can have a Civil War reenactment anytime you want especially Especially at any local YMCA in a racquetball court, specifically. I don't know why, but I just think that you by yourself with a musket would really, <laughs> really alienate some people and make you unique. There's nobody in the mainstream doing that right now. That's that and would hoop, be unique. and a hoop skirt and the audio, and the acoustics would be absolutely outrageous. Hoop skirt is optional for now. We're going to talk about that. Don't just be adding stuff, Trevor. Don't. This has got to be decided in a committee. Who's who's in this committee? So far, it's just me and and the emo kid. If he wants in, (laughs) you know, I I do want to mention the bad word that he called me. I've never cussed on the show, and I don't intend to. But I will use the first letter, and you'll kind of know because there's only certain ones, and they all have code, especially if you're a church kid. He called me this phrase, and I'd never heard this phrase before. He called me an a hat. And, uh-huh. and so I need some help interpreting this phrase, this word. It was a compound word. There was no gap in between. It was one word. Is it a hat that looks like an A that you wear on your head? Or is this a hat that you literally wear down on your bottom? That's all I need hmm. to know. If you can answer that question, um, I'll draw you a picture. So, yeah. See, we- <laughs> And there's why? Two, what does that have to that. do with? What did that have to do with anything, though? What did that have to do with anything? It's not even a great word. It sounds like something a middle schooler made up. Have you ever heard that phrase before, Trevor? I have. I have heard that phrase. Yes. Okay. All right. Maybe I'm just out of it. Maybe I'm not down with the lingo. But uh, hmm. I, 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 somehow I can just picture people wearing hats on their butts now. Can they? Can they be part of your subculture? I know I'm not part of the committee. I don't but, know. Uh, I don't know. I think you have to have a uh, a booty capable of supporting a hat 
and still keep the hat vertical. I mean, horizontal, you know, uh, perpendicular with the with the line of the earth. If your so hat you like a shelf, is hanging a off <laughs> the back belt loop, that's not going to get the effect. You're just going to say, oh, that guy's hat is hanging off this belt loop. That's something a mainstream person might actually do. But if your hat can stay on one or both of your butts um, by itself, and if you can manage two hats, one for each one, great. Uh, then, then you're the man or woman, as it may be. I've seen some people can pull it off. I've seen some people their butt sticks out so far you could you could serve drinks off of it like a bar. So wow, it's possible. Just 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 wow. Yep. I, I was I, I was going to say on top of that that you you should uh, from now on anytime that you, you you put at one of those challenges and you say I'll draw you a picture, mm-hmm. you should stop that and we should change it to I'll draw you a picture because I can't draw. So you can you see? So yeah. I'll just I'll just draw horrible pictures and give them to people mm. and they're worthless. Well, that's what so I you do. Should be paid for your work, you see. That's what I do. I, no, I draw I draw stupid little sketches and I email them to them. I drew a star for a lady one time, just a star. <laughs> I just drew it on a piece of paper, scanned it, sent it to her. She was thrilled. I didn't realize you followed through on those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. My sister was one of them one time, and I drew her. I drew a stick figure face um, with eyes and a mouth but no nose, and I drew, like, tons of noses all around him, and it just said, pick your nose. <laughs> I thought it was kind of genius, to be honest. I thought it was funny. I knew she would like it, and she did. So uh, that's our show for this week, peeps. Um, make sure you listen afterwards for some voicemails that I couldn't fit on. In the meantime, visit us online at nlcast.com. Uh, you can call us uh, at 816-298-0823. Email us your stories and comments and all that kind of stuff. Nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. Um, we have a webcomic at NLCast uh, every Tuesday and Thursday. We're going through a pretty cool thing where uh, if my family, my wife, myself, the Dunder, and Jenna, if we were um, somehow thrust into Star Wars... So we're doing a little parody and going through Star Wars. So check that out. And uh, leave us an iTunes review if you haven't, especially if you live in Canada. Okay, Canada? Especially if you live in Canada. We're calling out to you. Trevor, make a plea to the Canadians in your your native tongue. Yeah. Throw in any. Throw in it. Yeah, just do it. On command. Um, Come on. Hey, 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 everybody. No pressure. So, 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 like, if uh, if 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 you're on that like internet thing there, and you go to the iTunes, you need to leave a review there, by so you can uh, make sure that uh, that we get the popular thing. We get all the other Canadians in there listening to the show, eh? Yeah, we need yeah. those other Canadians. They're my favorite <laughs> kind. Uh, make sure you tell a friend. That's what Trevor was trying to say in his native tongue. Uh, and then thanks to our sponsors, our contributors, our spouses, and everybody who listens. Thank you to go to my PC. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. Go to meeting.com. And uh, thank you, drawyourpicture.com, for your support. Uh, We'll see you guys next time. Um, In the meantime, just remember, you have got to tell your friends about our show. You know why? Because nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. You're getting there. Like a good full five seconds behind. I'm just kidding. I was not. Do you feel like the I show am. was kinder? Was I kinder to my people? Or was I mean? Was I kind? You, kinder? Yeah, kinder. Oh, you, you insulted the emo kids. You insulted <sighs> big-butted people. Civil War veterans. Ah. <laughs> not veterans. Reenactors. Oh. And let's not forget gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a point. Hello. Hello. This is Megan. And this is Megan. And we just wanted to call and tell you that um, our screensaver on our computer reads um, critical error, hard drive erasing, do not touch computer. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty awesome. Uh, love your show. Love you too, Trevor. Bye. Hi, guys. Um, this is Joanne from Vermont, and I just thought of a story. Um, after listening to your, the episode where the girl said, oh, my God, in church, so when I was a kid, we went to church on Sundays, and about halfway through the service, we'd end up get my sisters and I would get a little antsy and, you know, one's it over and, and whatnot. So my mom would always have a package of lifesavers in her pocket, and she'd hand them out, and that'd keep us busy and get our attention back to where it should be. Well, one Sunday, we started getting a little antsy, and she's like, 
starts passing out the lifesavers. Well, she passes them down, and they don't have the outside wrapper on them. They just have the foil part, not thinking anything of it, opening them up, and they were red, and I'm like, woohoo, they're cherry or strawberry or whatever, and popped a couple into my mouth and sent them on down to my sister, and because my mom thinks she's really funny, ended up giving us hot cinnamon lifesavers, and we had to sit through the rest of the rest of the service because we couldn't get up and go get a drink because we had these horribly hot lifesavers in our mouth. Anyways, I thought it was a funny story. Thought you guys would like to hear it. Um, love the show. I'm wondering where Geek Loves Nerd is though. I've been waiting for that. Anyways, have a good day. Bye. Hey, this is Delta Sniper. I just wanted to tell you that having me like five seconds ago, and it was really weird because like when I go to sleep, I have a weird habit of having, like, something on my radio, then I'll have my iPod on at the same time, and I can hear both of them, and I kind of need, like, background noise to go to sleep, plus I usually have my fan on no matter what time of year it is, and um, I was listening to episode 14 of Ugly Becky on my radio, and episode 9, The Killer Salsa Kid, and while I was listening to the recap song, when you were going, uh, when you were talking about Nick coming to the table and, you know, you know, about the salsa, at the same moment, Nick's voicemail comes on, on episode 14 of Ugly Becky. So I'm hearing him talk about it, and I'm hearing you sing about it at the same exact time. And then when you're doing her, you're going, oh my god, oh my god hear him saying, that's Nick Godbow. And it, it was really weird because it was like synced just perfectly. Alright, bye. Hey James, this is Audra. I have a story that's uh, kind of funny. So here it is. About a week ago, me and my brother and his friend were at the movie theater and my brother's friend was holding the popcorn. So I was like, that can't be good. And then he tripped and he spilled half the popcorn and popcorn holder thing. And then we were like turned around and we didn't do anything, sat down. And then this lady that works there came up where the popcorn spill was and she was like, had a walkie-talkie and she was like, Jerry, we have a popcorn spill in the lobby. And so we thought that was the funniest thing ever. Thanks for playing my story. <laughs>